up, mamas? It's Tanika Ray. I was a television host for 20 years before my entire life blew up when I had a baby. Shifting gears from red carpets to a gig called Mom required a whole new game plan. The carefree, globe-trotting boss babe me was suddenly in search of a mommy tribe to help me navigate the inevitable fumbles and fails of raising a kid. Mama Stay with Tanika Ray is a sanctuary for the mommy collective, where we amplify our self-love and self-care, trade tips on raising conscious kids, help each other fine-tune our boundaries, and celebrate the highs while forgiving ourselves for the lows in the wild, 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 wild world of mommying AF. Welcome to Mama Stay with Tanika Ray. Hello, mamas. Okay, this week we are rolling in towards the end of July. I cannot believe the summer is almost over, but I wanted to give us a good palate cleanser, a good pick-me-up. So I brought to the mic a stratosphere of light and love and manifestation and positivity. She is somebody that you probably love watching on Instagram and TikTok and listening to because she just makes you smile. She is a master, or I should say, a queen of the IMs. She makes something out of nothing. She has created a life for herself so phenomenal, you would not believe it until you hear it. She's an actress, she's a producer, and I love that she says she's God's daughter. Please welcome to the Mama Stay Mic, my sis, the gorgeous and illuminating Miss Braley Evans. you shocked me. I do not know of my, I I have no identity right now outside of being my child's mother. I don't know how to find myself outside of that. So when you said you are a mother, I was shocked because you have so deftly been able to carve out who you are as an individual, as a woman, as a light worker, outside of being a mother. How? Let's discuss. I remember seeing you in a parking lot. Yes. When, uh, tell me the baby's name. Nyla. Nyla was newborn. Yeah. And you were like, Braylee, you want a baby? Have your baby. Yeah. I was like, but with who? I don't know anybody. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I kept all my mommy dreams like, Lord, like what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? When's it going to happen? I had a year and a half marriage where I was pregnant twice and one was five months and I miscarried. One was one month and I miscarried. And then the relationship was over. That kind of was a blessing in disguise. Then I was seeing someone that I had used to see like 20 years prior. He was like, my son is more like you than me or his mother. And it's the oddest thing. My son and I met and I have had him since. And so it's the oddest thing for all of those mommies in waiting 
you are probably already a mommy somewhere in your life and you didn't even realize it. And God has something so special for you to step into that you won't even realize you're doing it till you're doing it. And I'm like, oh my God. And so people now, it's so funny, are like, really? I didn't know you had kids. I didn't know you had kids. Then I've had God children, you know, yeah. for year, you know, well, since they were born, like seven years, but never one in my household, you know, one to look after every day and know what that's like. And now that I have this opportunity, I am so blessed and so off of the, when is it going to happen, God? And I said, and, and, and then I keep hearing all these stories about the moment you get off of asking God, when is it going to happen? Then it happens. So it's like, now that this has happened, I'm like, okay, when that man coming? <laughs> right, right. And I'm like, So, yes, I was so excited to be on your show because of this, because I think it's really something that people who are mommies in waiting need to hear the story of that there is a child probably waiting for you to mother them. That is astonishing that an ex from 20 years ago connects with you and it's like, yeah, I think my son and that it's a boy and that you were that's what I asked for. Yeah. Surreal is the word. We even look alike. Like th- there's things about us that are just like quirky that we look at each other like. That's it's just amazing. And, and then I said, oh, my new name. It was so funny. I was on the phone this morning. I told somebody, it's like, my name is just not mom. My name is mom. I'm hungry. <laughs> I was like, my whole name is mom. I'm hungry. I was like, oh, that's my last name. Mom, I'm hungry. Okay. All day. All day. How old is he? 15. He just turned 15. I've been in his life since he was 13. And he turned 14. Yep. So 15 now. He just had a birthday uh, last month. Oh my and goodness. It's been amazing. It's been like, okay, God, this is what we're doing. And this is what we're doing. And you you got to skip having the whole vagina thing happen. So I got to skip that part. Although I still want that part. I'm I'm still one of those hopefuls that's just like, okay, God, I guess you're gonna do that, but I'm gonna focus here because you gave me this. And I'm gonna step into it wholly and completely. And then um, I guess you're going to make magic and miracles the way you do, because I'm I'm definitely not giving up on that piece. I don't know how Janet did it. I don't know how. Um, what's the lady, the, the talk show? Oh, uh, Tamron Hall. Tamron Hall did it in these late 40s, almost 50. I don't know how they did it, but. You know I'm, what they did? They didn't they, like you. They didn't stop dreaming. They didn't stop believing. And they didn't listen to society telling them they were too old. Done. And they're black women. So that helps. Hey, and then, yeah. And most of the, and, and we'll always want to get that out there that most of the, the statistics are not done on us. But, so, Correct. Right. Correct. Yeah. They do not gauge our situations, but not at all. Every time I go to my OB, she's just like, wait, how do you hear? Like my OB just, she can't look at me and look at my chart and put it together. She's like, your body is like 10 years younger than you. I don't under. Okay. Yeah. Just so say then, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, boo. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, girl. Thank you. I love this for you because you're right. I'll never forget that conversation in that parking lot. I don't, I go to this parking lot all the time and I always think of you because you were so clear about what it is you wanted. And I was never a mom that necessarily was desperate to be a mom. So I was very different. And I, I feel guilt sometimes with all these Beautiful women like our girl, actress and egg advocate, Calais Stewart. 
I pray so much for my sisters, especially to be able to have that opportunity because it is beautiful. It is a life changer. It is magical and we all deserve it. And I'm so glad that you have a piece of it right now. So you, you're basically like in boot camp. Hey, come on, boot camp. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And then it makes me think 13 when you got him right around George Floyd. How do you raise a young black man in these times to love himself, be kind, be empathetic and not be angry at this world right now? How are you approaching that? I've approached it with this complete life shift of getting myself together because now I feel like I have eyeballs on my every move. I didn't have that before. So I'm like how I respond is a lesson in itself. So I don't do a lot of teaching. We talk about things, but I actually, in my personal responses, when I'm on the phone, when I'm talking to my girlfriends or when I'm talking to him or like have an opinion about things, I'm watching my words. I'm really literally knowing that I'm planting a seed by everything I talk about and how I how I receive information and how I disseminate information. So I think that's been more impactful because I'll hear, overhear him having a conversation and I'll hear myself. I'm like, oh my God. So it's almost like a human recorder. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is like serious because you didn't even think they're paying attention, especially some things you like, ain't paying no attention to me. Oh, Everything. Everything, everything like, well, yeah. So I think it's, it's me. Like I'm not, you know, trying to be perfect. Okay. I am trying to be perfect, but I'm like, okay, I got to get up and I got to do my, I am's because even across the hall in the rooms, you hear mom in there going, I am beautiful. I am the one I am a sought after actress. I am doing Did you do your, I am today. Oh yeah. I'm about to do them. But I have to first. You do them out loud. Yes. See, okay, I need to do them more. My daughter and I do them from time to time. We need more consistency. You're doing it every day out loud, speaking with full voice. That is the goal. Every day is the goal. I haven't done it from your diaphragm, but out loud and in the mirror. And here's the thing. And then when you can't, sometimes if I'm rushing, I do it in the shower, but I just get them out loud, right? And then the out loud is how I teach is because I say, you know, talk and then put your hand in front of your face. Like you do it now. Talk and put your hand, say anything. I am beautiful. I'm strong. I'm powerful. I'm impactful. I'm loved and I'm loving. Did you feel that air hitting your yes. hand? Yes. So that very air that's hitting your hand is moving every molecule in this room out into the universe and boomeranging everything you just said right back to your life. I love that. This is when we're like, I can't just say anything because it's boomeranging back to my life because the energy of my word, the universe is listening and responding, listening, responding. They, the universe don't understand jokes. They don't understand, you know, people, some of my friends sometimes like, oh, I'm dead. I'm like, don't say that. Don't say that. Cause I'm at your funeral. I'm going to get on the mic and say, she used to always say I'm dead. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> and, That's all. See. and see, <laughs> it's so true. Girl, I've been really listening to myself, especially of late, I've been on this journey of healing and just really shifting because this massive shift that we're in, which you seem to be like, 
just rolling through this crazy time. I I got to I am. It's the my I went to Africa for 36 days during the, the I, middle. You were of filming, pandemic. right? I filmed a whole movie in Ghana during this whole COVID. And my mom is like, are you serious? I said, I have what I say. I, I am healthy, happy, and whole. Yes. I can't be touched. My vibration is too high for any disease or any virus. It can't touch me. I'm protected. I'm favored. I'm healthy. Yes. It. All of it. Just, what are you saying? Are you scared? That what you are scared of is coming for you because you're scared of it. If you're scared of something, that scared thing is coming to get you. I want people to try this out right now. I went to, there was a pop-up roller skating rink and there was a 70 year old mom who's like, I'm just scared. I'm going to fall. She got on the rink literally three seconds later. Where is she? On the flow. And I just said, that is a life lesson for every and anything that we do. You and I are both very spiritual people. We know that we can manifest our greatest lives and we've done it over and over and over again. But it's really hard for people, especially if they grew up in the church, to get that. Braylee, help them. I grew up in the church. I grew up with a lot of religiosity. I hope that's a real word. You know, uh, it is. It, it, it should be the title of a book. It's very powerful what you said. Maybe we should write it. Yes. Religiosity. <laughs> I love that word. Because it, it's, it's wrong. It, it's these dogma. I don't know why God chose me to have this open. Because my family, you know, we grew up church. But the, my thinking is so beyond, like, I really, I read the Bible for myself and I interpret it for myself and then I move from there. So for me, it's um, really realizing it's not the God up there in the sky. It's the God in me. It's the it's one the God in me. It's the God of God. I love, I love that song so much. Right. So when we take him out from out there and put him in here, we realize that we harness all of the power ourselves. Yes. Do I have those very human moments where I, where I feel like I'm not going to make it or I'm not doing enough or, uh, you know, I have those human moments. Hear me now. But I also know the moment I change my mind is the moment I change my reality. And then what I say, I see. So we have so much power that we don't use because we're constantly putting those hum really paying attention to the human suit when really we're more spirit than we are human because it's your spirit that creates these bodies that we're looking at, right? That can move around. But as soon as my spirit leaves this shell, then I'm just, you know, a corpse, right? So we should be paying more attention to our spiritual success so that the other successes, financial success, weight loss success, relationship success, motherhood success can all fall in line. And so I think that's how I help people is to um, remind them that your spirit first and, and let's just deal there and then everything else will fall in place. So we've had this discussion where you were a real estate agent or something. In Los Angeles, you became friends with all these celebrities and you're like, I could do that. And literally created the life you wanted to live. And if that cannot be evidence of living a life more consciously, living a life of more spiritually, I don't know what is. How much resistance did you have from your immediate family when you started to stray from religiosity? Not much because... 
because I kept having evidence. So when you have manifestation, then people be like, well, I can't really say nothing. You know, I I think about uh, that reminds me when I left college because I got that first record deal. And my parents are like, we're paying. You don't have a scholarship. We're paying for we've paid for this dorm and you're going to leave. And I said, mom, people wait. And I remember saying this people who are 50 years old, still singing in clubs, hoping for a record deal. And I am graduated high school a year early, 17 years old and got a record deal. I'm going to New York. I'm leaving. I'm doing this. And they looked at me and I looked at them and I was scared of the response. And then I got and then I, then I hurry up and left. So I think a part of it is we have got to start listening to our gut. And each time I've listened to my gut, the thing has worked. I have told people, and it's so weird to say out loud, but I'm going to say it to you because I've told people everything I touch turns to gold. I know it sounds a little bit haughty. I'm really not trying to be like that, but I'm just really saying that when I've trusted my gut, I've won. So I trusted my gut, went to New York, got the record deal, produced the album, went on tour with the Backstreet Boys. A lot of people don't even know that I'm a singer first. I opened up for the Backstreet Boys on their first U.S. tour. It was me in the van talking to the boy. Like it was, you know, and so that's my life, right? So I was famous way before this whole acting thing because I was in the music world. And then one of the girls decided to be Beyonce and go solo. And so I went back into nine to five working. So I ended up going back to college, got my degree, you know, had the regular job, but could not keep a job. I was getting fired or quitting every year. No longer than a year and a half did I have one job. Or even, or the company was shutting down. Even one time, a whole company was like, we're going under. Like, oh, I not keep a job. And so uh, I remember um, making up a job once. What? I made up a job once because I just knew, I'm a, like, I'm an entrepreneur. That's just you who are. I am. Yeah. And so I told this person, I was like, yeah, um, I'm a house manager. And they were like, What's that? I said, oh, I know every can of soup in your house. I know I pay your nanny, your gardener, whatever you have going on. I I do house management. They said, well, how much do you charge? I said, well, it depends on what your budget is. Like I had, I like when I tell you, they ended up hiring me for like an amazing amount, like $2,000. It was like $1,000 a week. It was something, I was making so much money and all I was doing was counting cans, making sure, doing their groceries, picking up their laundry. God was showing me these upper echelon ways of lifestyle through this thing I was making up and making all this money doing so. And then come to find out years later, they asked me, oh my God, Braylee, you're an actress? And I said, yes. They said, you never mentioned to us that you're an actress. And I said, I know because I'm here to be a house manager. And they said, we love you forever. Do you know who these clients were? Mara and Salim Akil. Then my world was changed forever. I auditioned for Sparkle. They hired me, my very first movie. They auditioned me, you know, like just mind blowing. I was in Being Mary Jane with them. They've just allowed me the opportunity to audition. I had to work for it. But they said, you never mentioned to us that you were an actress this whole entire time. And I said, why is that? You knew that they, I mean, I have a history with them as well. They've been doing this since the nineties. So you knew who they were. Oh, I knew you knew. So why didn't you want to say anything? 
because I felt like you're hiring me for this job and I'm going to do this job. The word networking doesn't work for me. Me neither. I find ah! it so corny. Oh, my I sister, you, you are so my love. Because when people say I'm going to a networking event, I'm like, no, thanks. So I have this saying that everyone's like, Braylee, will you put the T-shirt out? I don't network. I let God work. Oh, yes. That's a T-shirt. Make it Come happen. On. Here's the thing. After I worked for them and did such, you know, a diligent job at what I was hired to do. And then they saw my skill of acting somewhere else and like, this nigger, she didn't even tell. <laughs> so now they're like, wait a minute. You know, you can be trusted. Yes. When you're not looking to people for something, but you're there to give, really. Yes. You, you can be trusted. And people see that. And I think they remember that. And, then, and, and they feel comfortable with you because they know Oh, when she, when we give her the opportunity, she's going to come for the opportunity. She's not going to be seeking around or what else she can get or whatever, you know? No. I'm so allergic to those types of people. I think also because I'm from LA, it's not like I, I'm so jaded when it comes to this Hollywood thing. I'm from here. I know what real people feel like. I know what fake ass people feel like. (laughs) And I'm so proud that I was an anchorette with you and Kelly (laughs) Rowland. With Gab Union, it was so amazing. But I too, I've known them when I was dating an actor and they never knew. And then full circle people, I get my jobs through Instagram. Hey girl, you want to be on family reunion? Sure. Let's make it happen. But I think when you are giving and you're authentic, things come to you so much faster than when you're always looking for an angle to get something, right? Right, right. What do you do? Well, who do you work with? I hate it. I cannot do it. I just, it's just not in my DNA. Like I, I have told people my success has been paying my cell phone bill and keeping my number the same for the last 20 years. Okay. Like that's (laughs) it. Do good business so that you, you don't have to change your number. (laughs) That's the secret. And I also remember when Sparkle happened, how excited you were on that red carpet. I'll never forget. You were like, and then, and you were, so, you were, so, and you were like the new hot thing. They're like, she's the one. I mean, it's just been a fairy tale from our perspective, from oh, your perspective, you too. Yes, our girl did have challenges, but she chose to see the benefit in each one of her struggles. That to me will always be inspiring. Because whenever we suffer from a bad experience, we must first look in the mirror and see where we can benefit. Where can this help us grow? Where can this open up opportunities and possibilities that we never saw before? And most importantly, how can I look at this and see how I can elevate from the struggle instead of dwelling on the entrapment or the enslavement of this awful thing that happened to me. There's always another way to look at it. It reminds me of that year and a half marriage I spoke of earlier. It caused me to write my new song, Don't Date Down. That's on all music platforms right now. And that relationship caused me to write that song. But now I'm traveling the country doing these brunches. Come brunch with Braylee. And I'm calling the the don't date down brunch because I don't want people to date down in any area of their lives. Don't date down with men. Don't date down in your career. Don't date down 
in what food you eat. Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't date down anywhere. I know he came as a, every relationship is a teacher. You're so right when you say that, because without him, I would not have written the song. I would not be traveling the country. This is a great opportunity for me to be reminded that that energy, I called it in with my low self-esteem at the time. Mm. It was me who's, who, uh, you know, the guy who didn't have the job, who did all these things. Well, honey, where were you vibrating on? So I have to look, he was my mirror. And I, and now that I know that I can teach that and say, ladies, it's not them. It's us. It's us all the time. It's whatever society has fed us, what we've believed. If we're living our life in fear, I've got to be married by I'm 30. I mean, I have been engaged three times and neither of those times, none of those times do I feel like I made a mistake by calling it off because each time there was a moment Something happens when that rings on your finger. I get clarity. I don't have clarity when I'm dating, but there's clarity when I get the ring on my finger, like forever, ever, ever, ever. (laughs) Right. Yes. And that's what I hear in my head. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like if I truly love myself and I'm truly content with what I'm bringing to the world and that I'm authentic with who I am, why would I settle for that? So I love the fact that you wrote this song. It's a slap in the face to your ex. But oh, well, but you know what? And it's really for like, I just told the truth. Like the truth is like, that's the experience. And what I want people to know is it's not something to put him down. No, it was just simply my experience. And, And so, and this is what we all have to be careful of the experience you give somebody else to talk about. Yes. Every time you give someone an experience of you, they have, they can perceive it how they wish. Because that's their, you can't take away my experience. You don't get to say you don't get to write a song because your name's not in it. It's not really about you. It was my experience of what I learned. And now I'm helping people realize that you don't point the finger at this guy. He's a date down because he ain't got no job. No, boo. You got to look right back. What would cause you? But I really thought like, I don't want to give up too much because I talk a lot about this at the brunch. But I I will give you this. I spoke so highly on every red carpet about you can have everything. You can be saved. You can be sexy. You can be married. You can have children. You can have the whole kit and caboodle. When that marriage was failing, I was feeling like a fraud. I was feeling like, oh my God, I done told the world that you could have it all and this thing isn't working. What in the world? What is it? What is it? What is it? But again, All of that journey is getting me to the place of of looking in the mirror, going, all of this was to show you yourself. Because there are certain things, when you love yourself to a particular level, there are certain things you will not tolerate. You will not overlook. You will not say, well, you know, it's okay this time. There are certain things that you will say, no, sir, goodbye. Have a good day have a good day. People are shocked that women like you and I, that seem self-assured would even be in a situation like that. But we've all been there. We've We've all been been there where we've made allowances. We're like, but we want love. Okay. So he doesn't do this. Okay. That's fine. We're so forgiving. We're so nurturing and we get to places. And I, and you said it earlier, what a blessing that you didn't have children with him because Mm -hmm. you would be strapped to him for the rest of your life. For the rest of that's painful. I'm kind of there. (laughs) Yeah. 
I'm sure that it is. And, and, you know, I have so many family members that have that, you know, as their story. And uh, that's part of the reason I didn't have kids early because I would look at my cousins and see them struggling with their baby fathers. And I would be like, that ain't something I want to do, you know? And so I kept myself, you know, cause I, I was, it was just looked so bad that I was like, I can't, there, there's no way I can do that. So I have to be married. Da, 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 da. So that's why I think I rushed. Not, I think that's why I rushed. See, I have to own it. I rushed into that marriage thinking, well, you know, he's, he's definitely got the legs. He's hot. Let's he's hot. hot. You know what I'm saying? He's hot. You know, we have fun. He's a great guy. And yeah, he has some little things about him, but that, those are okay. You know, everyone has issues and no one's perfect, mm. but you know, there is someone that's perfect for me. And someone who vibrates at the same vibration that you do. I haven't hit the one yet, but uh, I'm circulating in a, in a lovely pool right now that I'm like, I like your life. It's people I've dated recently. I like how their lives look over there with me not even in it. And I'm like, your life is attractive. Like who you are. Me being mindful of how I date means a lot to my son. Then we had this viral thing that we both saw yesterday where the young girl got up and she basically checked all of us. She was like, the reason I'm listening to other people is because they act like they love me, but I really want it from you, mom, dad, who are supposed to love me. But you talk about how you couldn't live your dreams because you had me and you had to do X, Y, and Z to keep food on the table. And I was basically in your way. So then I gravitate outside of the house looking for people who will simply listen and finding love in all the wrong places. She just had a dump that I think the kid Braley, I heard myself in her. Mm. And I definitely heard pay more attention to the kid and have those little sidebar moments. Like you good, like we good, but you know what I'm saying? Have those moments because I got what she was saying. Like sometimes we're so busy living. We're so busy with the making money. We're so busy with life that we forget there's a whole budding life that God has like allowed us the opportunity, the gift of um, being there to help shape, but not, but let it shape. That's why I love when I see you in the videos, when you guys are dancing around doing your thing and she's just being herself. And it's just like, thank you. Just let her live. She, she, you know what I'm saying? Like let her, let her live and, and experience and create and figure it out. Like so many times we're trying to block kids from this or that when they simply, they might come up with the idea to change a thing. If you just let them speak, you know, just let them speak. You're very much, I feel very connected to you because you, I feel like you were this kid your whole life, right? Yeah, I was. And so you grew up with religion. You grew up in a community that had a lot of family. Mm -hmm. How did you survive people trying to make you fit into a box? Well, here here was (laughs) my dad would say, oh, you can say anything you want to us. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. My mom would say, watch your mouth. (laughs) So I had two ends of the spectrum in one household. My dad really freed me up to be me. And, and do and, and live and chase my dreams. And I mean, you know, all that kind of stuff. Whereas, you know, my mom was a little more regimented and 
of course, I lean towards being a daddy's girl because of that. It's a wonderful thing to let people just evolve, because if I went with the status quo, we wouldn't be on this Zoom. We wouldn't be here on this podcast because I would have, you know, I was the good girl. Go to school, Catholic school at that. Go to college, get the job, do everything your parents say. No, I had to break that thing in college and jump out and go be in that group, Imaj. And if you guys, anybody wants to see the music video from Imaj, it's still on YouTube, E-M-A-G-E, Imaj. And the song was called The Choice Is Yours. That is my very first music video, being in a group and on a major label. (laughs) I'm writing it down. The choice is yours. That's so amazing. The shifts that we make as parents will show up in our kids, the shifts we make in our own lives. Mm. When we're courageous, when we're fearless, when we're unstoppable, when we're not saying, I can't afford that. When we say, oh, we're going to do that. Okay, let's put a plan to it. Let's get it. Like there's nothing we cannot be, do, or have. We can have anything we want. What do you want? Well, you want that? Okay. The how is really not our business. That's another thing I try to keep in mind. How is not your business. That's God's job. Your your desire is to stay pure and stay open and stay listening for signs and signals and keep working your gifts. That's all you got to do. The rest will be added on to you. The how is not your business. Because he's like, I'm going to get a Tesla. I'm like, okay, which one? What color? Let's let's go pick it. Like, seriously, do you have the Tesla pent up in your room on the wall? I love it. You have so many shows. I feel like you have shows that are on different networks at the same time. Break down the shows that you got going on. And when does the movie that you shot in Ghana come out? Okay. So right now, Family Business is on BET Tuesday nights at nine o'clock. BET just picked up the first season of Ambitions that comes on nightly at six o'clock. And I'm on All Blacks for the Love of Jason that comes on Thursday nights, don't make me wrong. Um, Actually, in All Black is actually streaming, so you can get that anytime. Um, And then the movie for Ghana, they haven't given us a release date yet. It's called Single Not Surging. It's going to be amazing. And I cannot wait. I'll be keeping you guys abreast of all that. But I did get a little birdie uh, told me, I might can let you guys in on this one, that I'm in the Andre Risen story and it's going to premiere August 4th. And who so, are you playing in the Andre Risen uh, story? Believe it or not, I am playing Left Eyes Counselor. Girl, you are booked and blessed. Yeah, let me tell you, I just, when I say God is so good, He is so amazing and your dreams are real and they can come true and there's nothing you can't do. Love you. Just know that I'm always sending you love. You're such a beautiful spirit. You're such an example of what you can create for your life out of relatively nothing. Yeah. But you decide, you make a decision and keep showing us the way with all of your TikToks and Instagrams and all the way that you love yourself. Thank you. You're welcome. I love you too. You have to sing Woosa Mama Stay. Right. Woosa Mama Stay. (sighs) (laughs) Keep making those songs, Mama. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. I'll be crying all the way out of here. What did I tell you? She's just absolutely delicious. 
She's been all over your television screens. She's been in so many of your favorite movies. If we can't learn from somebody who we already trust and already love, who can we learn from? I adore you being here and sharing this mama space for these momversations and these mama kikis. We love bringing it to you. Don't forget, you guys have a voice too. Please remember, you can always email me at mamastaywithtanikaray at gmail.com. You can always get up in my DMs, which a lot of you do. Thank you so much. I am so appreciative to hear what you think and how this has really affected you guys, how it's really been a place that you love to come to on a Tuesday morning. And my most favorite thing is you talk about how you're walking, how you're running on the treadmill, how you're driving in your car, like these places that are so personal and intimate. And I'm so proud and so honored that you bring me into that space with you. Thank you. Mama Stay is literally nothing without you. If you have any moms that you adore that you would like to see on the pod, please send it my way. And most importantly, stay safe, stay loving to yourself and to others, and do what you gotta do, babe. Remember, it's always fuck that laundry. We got too many things going on. I want to thank my producing team, Jenny Media, for always writing with me. We will be back next week. I love y'all. And yes, the world's on fire. We already know that. How can we elevate from that? How can we absolutely shift our lives so that all that crazy, we say no, we continue to resist, we get our friends together, we vote, we do what we got to do. They have now awakened the giants, ladies. Let's do this. I love you. Thanks for hanging out, Mama. I know how little time we have in our day to honor ourselves, and I'm just thrilled to be a part of it. Make sure you click like, rate, and subscribe. I'd love to hear what you think about today's show and what you want to hear going forward. Remember, mommying is a gift, and you're doing a kick-ass job. So, woosah, and mama stay. Mama stay.